Welcome to the Teacher's Podcast, in association with Classroom Secrets, the podcast that's here to help teachers. Whether it's discussing the latest issues in education or sharing top tips for use in the classroom, if you work in education or want to know more about the sector, then this is the podcast for you. Now, please welcome your host, former teacher, life-work balance advocate and successful business owner, Claire Riley. Hi everyone and thank you for tuning in. In this episode, I interviewed Nicola James, head teacher at St Andrews Primary School in Bishop Auckland, about her recent Ofsted visit under the new framework. I'm really pleased to say that the school has officially been awarded good. Nicola gives you some absolute gold during her interview. She describes both days in detail and also gives some tips on how you can feel prepared for the dreaded call as a whole staff. I'm sure you're dying to know what Nicola has to say. So let's just get to the interview. So Nicola, thank you so much for joining me on the Teachers Podcast today. You're welcome, I'm looking forward to it. So we are in your office at St Andrews Primary School in uh, Bishop Auckland. That's right. Yeah. And um, so I just wanted to sort of tell a bit of a story. We actually know each other from before. So the strange thing is, is that you are actually friends with my auntie. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that you had Ofsted a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I asked you if you had, and you said that you'd be willing to talk to everybody about how that experience went. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for that, thank you, because that was the one interview that I really mm-hmm. wanted to do, um, find out you know, how Ofsted was, you know, is the new framework different, how were people uh, feeling about it, who have actually experienced it, um, so thank you, thank you You're so welcome. much. I've got loads of questions for you, okay. quite a few from um, the listeners themselves as well. Um, I just think it's going to be such a great episode and people are going to feel so empowered by it. So thank you so much for giving up your time for this. Um, so the first thing I always ask everyone to do is give a bit of a backstory. Mm-hmm. So do you want to tell me how you got into teaching? Yeah. How you got to where you are? So um got into teaching because... Um, I wanted to make a difference, and I know that sounds cheesy, but I did. Um, I trained at Northumbria University, got my first job as an NQT. I was only there two and a half years, and I saw a job advert in another school to be an art leader. And back then, we're talking 20 years ago, that was the next step. So Mm -hmm. I applied for that job, and I was there for um, 14 years and absolutely loved that school with a passion. However, um, I was... 14 years, you don't look that old. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I was going into senior leadership and I was having to manage people that had become my friends. Because mm-hmm. when you've worked for somebody that long, you become, you know, they come to your child's christening and you go to yeah. wedding and things. And it's hard to manage people who see you as a friend. Mm-hmm. So it was time to go. And I came here to St Andrews six years ago as SLT. Um, within two terms, I was deputy head. And after a year and a half, I became acting head because my head teacher went off to do some common for two years. And she said, why don't you try before you buy? And I went through, I'm not ready. I can't do it. I'm not ready. I can't do it. You are ready. I'd only done deputy head for a year and a half. Mm. Um, so I said, OK, I'll have a try. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in that seat, it's yeah. really hard to come back out. And she yeah. got her job made permanent. So I became substantive head a year ago. So I've been in the chair three years and a bit. Wow, thank you. How um, how did you feel about being quite a new head then when Ofsted called? Um, vulnerable. 
really vulnerable because I didn't know the tricks of the trade by then. Obviously, you talk to other head teachers of their experiences, but none of my head teacher colleagues had had the experience of this framework. Yeah. So I felt really vulnerable and I felt a bit like a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of going into the unknown. Uh, I suppose especially when you'd had no Austin experience being ahead at no, all. No, um, exactly. You didn't have nothing mm-hmm. to fall back on. We had two as when I was deputy because we um, the first one, when I first became deputy, we were RI and they came back with quickly after that. Um, but this was a totally different experience. So... Talk me through it then. So mm-hmm. it was uh, whatever day and they called. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday morning, 10.30, um, my secretary comes in, knocks on the door. I've got Ofsted on the phone. And you can feel your face drain. Mm. If I'd been standing up, I think my knees would have gone. And so you process that information. It really, it's as if you've been smacked in the face. Yeah. It really is. I, I because remember. we were kind of thinking they were coming in November, but they came um, beginning of October. So in November, I think I would have been more ready, mm. but it came a bit early. So um, I had the phone call, spoke to the admin person. She said, your um, inspector's going to ring you at half past one and just to prepare you. Um, so the deputy head came down and we had a bit of, ah, they're coming, yeah, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Oh my God, they're coming, they're coming. Uh, ring the governor, ring this, da, 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 on the phone to husband. I'm not, not going to see you, you're not going to have a wife for two days. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you go through all of that. Um, and then we sat down and thought, right, pull ourselves together. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the information they want. Yeah. Um, got everything gathered. So when you say we, who was the other person? Deputy head. Yeah. And then we said to staff, Let's get together at lunchtime and we just kind of got it all out of our system, anything that we were worried about, what we needed to do. Fortunately, we already had a plan in the staff room for if we get the call, so-and-so's going to do this, so-and-so's going to do this, down to who's ordering the pizza, who's going around the displays, putting the things that hanging off on. So we had it military style. That's a great idea. I bet that was kind of a lifesaver, yeah. really, because it meant that that was taken care of. And everybody had a purpose because sometimes you think, oh, I don't know what to do first. Yeah. Go see that and... I didn't have to do anything. I came through on a night and everything was done. Everybody knew yeah. what their roles were. Lost property was tidied because that was yeah. on the list. All the little yeah. things and everybody had a role to do. Wow. And everybody just went into overdrive and just did it. It was amazing. amazing. So how did how do you tell the staff then? So um, so they called? So they called and then, so when I'm speaking to governors, deputy head went around and spoke to the staff. And then we got together in the staff room, um, just the teachers, and we talked about um, what we're going to say, what we're going to try and get our deep dives to be, mm-hmm. um, who's happy to do this, who's happy to do that, um, who had any worries. And then we came back for the conversation at half past one mm-hmm. and armed with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I had already, we'd, be, we'd been given from the local authority a list of questions that could be asked in that 90 minute phone call. Mm-hmm. So with the deputy, before they'd rang, a couple of weeks before, we'd already put some bullet points under those headings. Yeah, so yeah. we just called that up and that was on the screen. Yeah. And he asked some of the questions, but he didn't ask all of them. Mm-hmm. But if I had a rabbit in the headlights moment, I had some kind of aids yeah. to go down. Sometimes it's not that you don't know, is it? Yeah, you just, you just I couldn't find it. And you can't think of it. Yeah, yeah. so that was really good. Um, and then after 20 minutes of the first phone call, he said, we agreed on the deep dives. And he says, right, I want you to go away and tell your staff mm-hmm. what we decided so they know. Yeah. Um, so we paused the conversation. I went and did that. Came back, phoned me again. And in the end, the whole conversation took two hours. 
So it's meant to be 90 minutes, but mine took two hours. Mm -hmm. And I think that was to do with the fact that he was new. He'd only ever done one before under this framework. Mm. He wasn't new to being an inspector, but just this framework. Yeah. And I was new and I wanted to tell him everything and had a bit of verbal diarrhea at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. So I was just wanting to tell him everything and celebrate everything. Yeah. Um, and during that time, the, the deputy head's writing down everything I'm saying yeah. so that we then had another meeting with staff. Could, could, could the deputy head also hear what he was saying? No, because um, as technology does its thing, I couldn't get the speakers on, yeah. to work yeah. on that occasion. So we just blagged it. Um, so we got back with the staff and said, right, this is the messages we've been sending to the mm -hmm. offset inspector. This is what he's expe expecting to see and hear, yeah. just so they had the same message, because that was important. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what he was coming back to find out, if what I was saying is true. Is true. And it's not necessarily that you were fudging it, is it? You just no. wanted to make sure that they knew what you'd said. Yes. Yeah. And we were all on the same page, Yeah. Um, just so it was fresh in their minds as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So... That happened that day, mm -hmm. then what about the day after? So we had a section eight, not section five, we were expecting yeah. section five, but we were, because our 2018 data wasn't so good, they risk assessed us on that, mm -hmm. which meant we got a two day. And we had two inspectors on the first day and one inspector on the second. Mm -hmm. um, so that threw us a bit, because we thought we were already good, so are they coming to make us requires improvement on based on that data? And our 2019 data was strong, mm -hmm. and we were, worried that they weren't going to take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. So that threw us a bit, and we thought we're going to have to fight for good here, but mm. there was no fight. Um, everything that they saw, were, were, you know, they were happy with, and words like rigorous and positive and things like that. So um, they both turned up at 8 o'clock the next morning mm -hmm. and um, kind of introduced themselves, go and see the staff, introduce themselves, tell them how the day is going to be. The day before on the phone call, we agree the timetable as well. Mm -hmm. So I get that email to me so I know, um, so I can give that to staff so they know where they're going. And Yeah. Because I think with the old framework, you kind of thought they were just going to pop in and that feeling of every time the door opens, is, is yeah, it going to be yeah, them? Yeah. So that was really good that we could do that. And so one inspector did the read and deep dive on the first day and one did the maths one. Mm -hmm. And then in the afternoon, one did the PE, one did the history, which was negotiated, and that's what we said we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. In between, there was a bit of um, safeguarding, SMSC, talking to staff and talking to pupils. Mm -hmm. But the main part of the first day were the four deep dives. Um, and so during that day, as head teacher, I was twiddling my thumbs. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, how to help. Yeah, I felt really um, useless, mm. to be honest. Um, and I didn't have any particularly meaty jobs to do in the office, but I don't think I would have been able to concentrate to yeah. do them anyway. It was just yeah. a strange feeling, very bizarre. Um, on day one, the fire alarm went off because the kooks set the fire alarm off. <laughs> and so we were like, what do we do? What do we do? And the, just, the inspector came out of his room and said, just do what you normally do. Mm -hmm. So we did, and it went like clockwork, and that was fine. Um but you just kind of go into this panic of Ofsted here and the fire alarm's gone off. But they were yeah. absolutely fine. They were great. Then after school, um, the two inspectors come together and speak to me and the deputy. And mm -hmm. they have a conversation. We're not allowed to input in the conversation. And they're feeding back to each other. We're just there as observers. Which was very odd because you, you want to step I've heard in. about that and it, it, yeah. it is odd. Very odd. Um, so he's feeding Why back to Why do they have her. the conversation in front of you? So that we, I think at the end we were allowed to 
challenge or um, right, okay. disagree or input something, but we, we weren't allowed to say anything. We could take notes so we could mm-hmm. go back to staff and say this is what they've seen. So at that point, they gave it give us a little bit of feedback to us to say how it's going so you kind of get get an idea and, and then we negotiate what's going to happen the next day. So if they hadn't seen this, they want to see some more of this and who they want to speak to. Mm-hmm. And then on the second day, it was just the one inspector and he was tidying up loose ends, like um, speaking to the NQT, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more SMSC, pupil premium, attendance. Um, he wanted to see some more reading because of the timings. He, he didn't mm-hmm. see any in year six. Um, and then by half one, he was done. Mm. And he was in his room and he was pulling everything together. So did you have to provide him with a room then? Yeah, definitely. We did flowers, chocolate biscuits. Um, tea, coffee, juice, we did all. It was like a hotel room for them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really crawly. <laughs> I don't know if the flowers helped, but it made us feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that you yeah. looked at them and thought, this is yeah. a great school. This is a great school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But still, I, I suppose it's more about the thought as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're a very welcoming school, and that's the kind of thing we would do for anybody, really, yeah. to make them feel welcome. So that's who we are. Yeah. Good. So, um, so he was in there for the afternoon and mm-hmm. then... So then he'll come and give the deputy and I our feedback um, and tell us what our rating was going to be. And then we went to the staff room and staff... Oh, no, it was governors and myself and the deputy. And they gave feedback to governors, which is very similar to what he'd given us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went and he was gone by part four. Mm-hmm. And then the staff all filtered in and we repeated it again to them and yeah. had a big sigh of relief. And it was all over. Oh, wow. It just feels like so much more than two days. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The first day dragged for me, but everybody else thought it was go- it was like a roller coaster up and down, up and down yeah. constantly. And then the second day was more, I was more involved in the second day. Mm. Um, and I just felt like my feet didn't touch the ground because I'm attendance and I'm um, behaviour and I'm safeguarding yeah. all those things that you needed to speak to me about so uh-huh. yeah. I had more involvement then. Thank you for telling us such a detailed um, story mm-hmm. because I think that's going to be so helpful for not only other head teachers and SLT but uh, you know anyone mm-hmm. in the classroom um, because you're just going to get an idea of you know what's going to mm-hmm. happen sort of what happens And I think it's then. important to say that the, the timetable isn't set in stone because every school is different everybody mm-hmm. has a different amount of staff it, absolutely didn't want us to change anything from the norm so mm. we'd agreed that he would look at history but because we block our subjects there wasn't going to be any history taught that week but we said we'll put some history lessons on no absolutely not mm-hmm. do not change your timetable that's not fair on the children it would, wouldn't be part of their progression of skills um, so don't change anything we don't usually do a, a assembly on a Thursday it's usually in the class but you didn't see one Wednesday would you like us to do one no that's not what you usually do just go as you normally do which is which is really important yeah what you need to hear mm-hmm. because as soon as you start changing things then you get confused mm-hmm. and and then and the children like aren't could, in the routine That's yeah not it can feel like it's not going well because you're mm-hmm. just thinking well you know am i doing the right thing here mm-hmm. um yeah and you sometimes i guess you try to pack things in that you wouldn't normally yeah. do and you don't feel prepared for it um okay so how did the staff react then when you told them oh, they're coming? the staff were amazing they were amazing. I, I feel up about it still because they were just, they just smashed it. I, I couldn't be happier. They just all took on their roles. Yeah. They they didn't flap. They just got on with it. They were amazing. 
Which absolutely is... amazing. I can't, not one of them, they were just, they got on with their jobs. They knew what they had to do. They knew what the message was that we had to get across. They were so passionate. And some of the feedback that was given was how infectious their enthusiasm was. And that really sums good. up who we are. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also a really nice testament to you as well. You know, you say they were amazing. They knew what to do. They got on with it. And, but they obviously knew. Mm-hmm. They were very clear on what they needed yeah. to do and, and their roles and, and how they could make sure that it was successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's... Lovely. Thank you. I shall take that That's compliment. Lovely. Good. I'm glad because I'm I'm so pleased that you've had a positive mm-hmm. experience as well. So, how did you feel the Ofsted inspectors felt about the new framework? Um, I know that both of them had done one before, so I was I we were their second, and they were very conscious of how much time they didn't have to do mm-hmm. things as thoroughly as I think they would like to have done it. Yeah. Um, and I know there was a lot of phone calls back to HMI mm-hmm. and just to check things. Um, he, I think he did two to see if he could apply the transitional arrangements. So if we've got two-year transitional arrangement for the framework. So things might not be in place now because mm-hmm. we've just got the new framework. Yeah. But he had to be sure that we had the capacity to have them in place in the next two years. Right. Okay. So he had to ring HMI to say, can I say this statement? Because I think in the next two years they will have this in place because right, it's early days for the framework. They also felt a little bit, I don't know, not unnerved, but, you know, they, it was new, clear they were new to yes, it as well. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do the checks and check they were doing it all correctly. Good. Um do you feel like you were working towards this for a really long time? Um, yeah, probably for the whole time that I've been head teacher. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. three years it's been. And I would say last year I was beginning to feel the anxiety towards mm. it. And I know, if I'm being honest, hand on heart, it was affecting health. Mm. Because I felt that pressure coming down. Yeah. And I can't tell you the difference now they've been. And the, the, that phrase of that weight lifted. you definitely lifted. look... You, you don't look like you've got a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's unbelievable, the pressure. Mm. When you're going through it, you don't notice it. Or you're trying yeah. to deny it, really. And But when it's gone, you realise how heavy it was. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, especially doing the podcast, I reflect often on how I felt when I were in teaching, um, in one school in particular. And, you know, I tell this story of um, there was this one school where the entrance was only on the top floor. It was only the entrance on the top floor on the reception because mm. it was in Hillside. Right. And as I got out of the the um, school, I used to like it if it was slightly raining and quite crisp because that was the best air right. because I would always, I would come out and I'd be like, <gasps> mm-hmm. and I don't know why I had that ritual of doing that. Yeah. Maybe I felt like I was breathing something mm-hmm. away. And when I think about that now, I just that seems so normal to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now when I think about it, I'm like, oh my word, you mm-hmm. really didn't know like how you really felt. Mm-hmm. And it's only on reflection, like yeah. you say, that you can look back and think, oh, maybe that wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's one worry for me about teachers, like how many teachers don't realise mm-hmm. actually how the feeling is really not how they should be feeling. Just the week before they came we were expecting them to come November but they came October I'd had a conversation with staff and um, kind of thanking them because I know they were working ridiculously mm. hard because we think they're coming November let's put everything in this term yeah but I'd said to them we can't maintain this we can't go on this hard and mm. this work in these hours what if they don't come November yeah. what if it's another term yeah we're going to kill ourselves we have to stop we can't do this fortunately they came and they're gone and we've been yeah. able to breathe 
and also you know think about different well we're going to get onto that but but different ways of working perhaps yeah. based on your experience mm-hmm. um okay so tell me about the deep dives then because mm. that, i think that's the killer question <laughs> that's what everybody really wants to know deep dives well we did want to wear our scuba outfits and, and flippers as a joke but we thought that was taking it too far um but <laughs> you never um, know they might laugh. i know i think i think i was would have because they were human they yeah. were lovely approachable people I don't know if we were lucky because I have heard some stories mm. and there's certain ones you think, oh, hope we don't get them. But yeah. we got two really approachable human inspectors Good. and I think they would have laughed. Um, so the reading deep dive, I would say, was the most thorough out of the four. Mm-hmm. And everybody will get that. So you know you're going to get it. So our um, English lead was really prepared for that. Yeah. And so we had a long conversation, probably about half an hour with our English lead. Mm -hmm. And then he wanted to go and see it in practice. So she went on a learning walk with them and said, in this class, you will expect to see this. In this class, Mm -hmm. you'll expect to see this. And and sure enough, that's what they saw. Lovely. Um, And then she sat down with them again and they talked about how often children read, what the phonics program is, talked about um, home readers and engagement Mm -hmm. with parents, talked about... There was no talk about data. There was no talk about um, key stage two sats or anything like that. It was all what's happening now in your school. Mm-hmm. How do you promote reading? All those kind of things. Things that you will have seen on Facebook with lists of questions. Yeah, yeah. They were the questions that were asked. So if, yeah. you, and if you've got the answers to those, you're fine. You know, she had a file under her arm, but at no time did she open it. But I think it's a comfort blanket. Yeah, yeah. In case you do forget things. And, some, and she was coming out saying, oh, I forgot to tell them about this and I forgot to tell them about that. Go back, go back and tell him these yeah. wonderful things that you're doing. Um, and then he wanted to read with some children. So mm-hmm. he said, I want to talk to the bottom 20% of year one, mm-hmm. the bottom 20% of year two, and the bottom 20% of year six. That mm-hmm. was for our school. I don't know if it'll be the same for every school. Yeah. So I went to the to year one and sat with him, and one child at a time came out with their book, bless them. You know, this, this man who they'd never met before wanted yeah. to read with them, but he was lovely with them. And there was a moment when one child talked about a book about a dinosaur and he, there was a T-Rex in the, di- in the book and he said, can you do an impression of a dinosaur, this inspector? And the boy looked at him and, and the inspector, you know, like this, like a T-Rex. And then the little boy started to do it. And I just thought it was a lovely moment. And yeah, I had yeah. an inspector and a child pretending to be T-Rex as an Ofsted day. Yeah. It was just surreal. Yeah. Very surreal. It made him human. Yeah, that's what made him human. Yeah. And, and a teacher. Yeah. yeah. You could tell there was a teacher in him. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So, um, and then he would talk to the children about how often they read, who do they read with at home, who writes in their reading record book, what's your favourite book, tell me about that. And then he read with a few more. And then he wanted to read with the the top child in year one Mm. because he wanted to see um, what the range was within a class. And he was checking to see that everybody's book was matched to their ability. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he went into year two and he'd already seen a child um, and who was an EAL and an SEN and he specifically wanted to read with her. Yeah. Um, and he had a lovely chat with her as well. Um, and she said, oh, well, I've got books at home, but I don't read them. You know, you think, yeah, yeah, out of yeah. the mouths of babes. Yeah. Um, and he read with a couple from there, and he couldn't see the year six children. So he came back the next day to make sure he saw the year six oh, children good. and spoke to them as well. So just a question on that then. So obviously you said um, that your um, English lead... Mm talk to him quite a bit how did that work in terms of the timetable you have to get 
that person's yeah. past covered yeah then. fortunately we've got tears that can just pick just up co cover yeah. class yeah i guess that's interesting isn't it because not every school will have that no no, no. No, how do you how do you do that? And I guess the timetable kind of covers that, but you'd be worried, wouldn't you? Mm. Hang on, once if somebody walks into my class when I'm not teaching them, mm -hmm. it's and I think it's that was like taken something into, you'd want to avoid. Yeah, they were taking it into consideration, so they would know not the other one would know not to go into that class because that teacher's out because it wouldn't be fair. No, um, so and they were very considerate of that. That's good because um, already I'm thinking, and mm. um, so. So the reading deep dive, obviously mm -hmm. talked about. What about the other? So the maths deep dive, again, the other inspector did a learn and walk with the maths lead. Mm -hmm. um, again, this is what you'll expect to see here. Da, da, da. And then she asked the children to bring their books out and they had a look at the books. Um, then um, they had a chat about where we think we're going, what are our plans for the future, what's our action plan like, mm -hmm. um, all the questions we could answer. So again, the things that you see on Facebook, this is what you'll see. We just we'd already prepared them. Yeah. We'd done mock interviews with each other in staff room. See, that's a, a really meeting. good tip, isn't it? Yeah. To do mock interviews, that's why you were mm -hmm. so prepared. Um, and we also made sure that we were saying the same message as well for all subjects. So we had the rule consistent, which we are, but we just wanted to get the same key phrases in. Um, so that went well. And then we did history. Now, like I said, we do it in blocks, so they couldn't see a history lesson. So yeah. they scrutinised the history books a bit deeper than they would the others yeah spoke to the lead and spoke to the children and um they picked up from the children that some of the children had misconceptions about history mm -hmm. and that we kind of thought oh that's kind of let us down a bit mm -hmm. so she asked they were talking about the great fire of london the children mm -hmm. were very enthused about it talked about where it started and she said so is samuel Pepys still alive and oh yes 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 he's still alive how do you know well we've seen him on the television when we watch magic granddad so they still hadn't had that concept of time. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And so that was kind of pulled up that it wasn't embedded yet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was one thing. Yeah, and you know. at the end of the day, every person, every school has mm -hmm. to have things to work on as well. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned um, when we were on the phone that you could actually choose some mm -hmm. deep dives. Mm -hmm. So um, you said reading and maths would go without saying because we're primary, and then mm -hmm. we had to pick two more. One that we thought was I think it's strength. really nice that you were allowed to choose. Yeah, 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 definitely. It had to be something we were proud of and a strength and that we'd worked on and something that we thought we were on a journey with. Yeah. Um, so we picked history as our strength because that was our starting point in the very beginning when we looked at the new framework and yeah. how to change our curriculum. And we'd done a lot of work around that. And then we chose PE because we've just got a new um, lead in it and she was just starting her journey mm -hmm. on it. And it's a continual thing, sport, yeah. it changes all the time. So... Um, we've chose those two subjects. So that's nice. I, I'd like to think that every school will be able to choose, but obviously we don't know yeah. whether, whether that's a thing. But I was really encouraged when you told me mm -hmm. that you've been able to choose. So it means also that you can avoid the ones that you really don't want them to look at. Yeah, yeah. so we well, would probably not choose computers, um, computing or music. So we just kind of they didn't even touch that, yeah. which was great because they're not our strengths at all. And you was able to mm -hmm. choose something that you could show that you yeah. were actively on a journey with, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, um, so how how did you find the whole experience then? For me and for our school, I can't say anything different but positive. Which I was blown brilliant. away by how positive it was. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting to feel like that. Yeah. And I said at the end, when I thanked the inspectors, I said, I, you hear people saying, have you been done? Yeah. 
have you had offset have they done you i felt like we'd been done with yeah we it was a partnership we worked together um, and we hadn't been done to and it wasn't a negative experience we came out Obviously, we got the result that we wanted, yeah. which makes a difference. And had we gotten a different result, I may not have felt the same, but I, I don't think I would have. Mm. And um, I know you asked me, what, what do you think that was down to the inspectors or the framework? And I think 30, 70, we had some human inspectors which helped. Mm. And I really do think the framework made a difference because it helped us tell our story as yeah. a school and we could show off the great things. And it wasn't all about the data, which is what schools are. Yeah, that's and that's amazing. I feel like that's a really positive mm-hmm. A positive step. Um, did the inspectors go around together or, or no, were separate? Separate. Um, so I feel like we've already touched on this, but how do you feel like you supported your staff to mm. get through it? Um, pizza yeah. at six o'clock uh, on the first night. So I fed them and made sure that they were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, made sure they went here till a ridiculous time. Sent yeah. them home to their families. Yeah. Um, asked them if they needed some time, taught me through what you're going to do tomorrow, just so they had somebody to sound off. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel like I needed to hold their hand. They were yeah. ready. And yeah. So really, one of the things that you did that you're not saying is you prepared them early. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You, know, you didn't mm-hmm. prepare them on the day, mm-hmm. um, or the day before. You prepared them early, and they mm-hmm. felt equipped because of the work that you put in. Mm-hmm. Like when you're talking about, um, you know, doing mock interviews. I think how many schools would actually be doing that mm-hmm. and that might sound really silly mm-hmm. but do you know what we've got an event later today and I told them they needed to do a rehearsal because the delivery is important mm-hmm. um, and I think yeah actually when mm-hmm. you when you delve deeper that is an important thing because you want to make sure that you're showcasing the best mm-hmm. and you want to say everything that needs to be said and you know we're not public speakers are we no and we no. just we need to have that it's about being feeling prepared and feeling confident that if you get asked that question you're going to have an answer for it yeah and the correct answer mm-hmm. without missing out important bits yeah. because it's not that it's not there it's it's a in a way sometimes you feel like it's a bit like a performance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you miss one line the joke's gone yeah exactly and what's different about this framework is that the inspectors record everything digitally. So right. whereas before they had the clipboard and wrote everything down, yeah. which looks, they're sitting behind a, a laptop and they're typing away, you know, feverishly typing everything and they've got to open what they were calling cards. I'm going to open an SMSC card now. I'm going to open a safeguarding card. Um, and then he might look at her safeguarding card to check he's not answer, asking the same questions. Yeah. So that was different a different feel as well yeah. so you could see them walking around with their laptops finding somewhere to balance it on their need to type something um and they were getting you to almost feel like they should have some kind of different technology like yes. an iPad. yeah <laughs> i thought something. so it would be less clunky yeah. um and that kind of also that i always think it creates a barrier if you have a laptop in front of somebody and you could see they were getting used to the system as well yeah so that was new to them yeah and figuring out if they need new devices yes yeah so I, do, I know there will be so many people listening to this episode trying to figure out, you know, what they're going to do for the next Ofsted, how to get as much information as possible mm-hmm. from you. What advice would you give them? So what was key for me was to have those notes yeah. on for that phone call because you do have that moment like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. Mm. Calm yourself down and it's all on the screen. So I would say take some time, you and your deputy, to sit down and write out your context of your school, 
Mm. So that was the first question. What makes you different to the school down the road? Yeah. Um, what makes you unique? Tell me about your school. Secondly, strengths. What are your strengths? Mm. What are your areas for improvement that you think? What do you need to work on? Mm. What are you struggling with? Um, talk about staffing. Mm. Um, talk about your journey, how, you, how you're getting to where you are. Um, and then talk about leadership, your middle leaders, and how mm-hmm. what kind of work you've been putting into that. And that doesn't sound much, but it did take two hours to talk about, and there were other yeah. questions that he asked in between. But having that aid memoir will save you. Yeah. And I always... I think as well, when you uh, talk to me about that on the phone, it just, it, sometimes I think you don't think of these things, but it's such no. an important part. So if I've got like a big thing to do, what I like to do is sort of start, get everything out in my mind, but then have that open. Like I don't like to leave it till the last minute. If you leave it to the last minute, there's no extra thinking mm. time. Mm-hmm. But once it's in your mind, yeah. you might be going out for coffee or something mm-hmm. and it might just ping into your head because yeah. you've done the basis of it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you if you do that preparation in enough time as well, you can always add, add to, to it. it. Is what and I'm trying that's to what say. we did, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd been on a course. I think it was the 9th of September, um, where they handed out these questions. And the day after we started it, and I just kept going back to it. Oh, what about yeah. this? I could tell them about this. Yeah. I was so pleased I did it. That was a lifesaver. Yeah. I would say definitely do that. I think it's a brilliant idea. I would say. Um, Give as much time as you can to your middle leaders because they are under scrutiny, not you as a head teacher yeah. from that moment on. Um, give them time to prepare, look at the questions, talk to each other, um, share what they're going to say because you need to know as a leader as well what's happening from early years to year six, not mm. just in your class. Yeah. Um, so time, give your, your middle leaders time. Um, and I think... That plan that I had for the Ofsted, if we, if we get the call, yeah. have that ready. That's amazing. That was I'm so impressed I, with I that. got that tip from another head yeah. and I thought that's and it was a lifesaver again. So yeah. have that up and it becomes wallpaper, but yeah. my God, everybody knows where it is on the day yeah, yeah. and they go to it and it just ran like clockwork. Like yeah. I say, ordering the pizza. I feel like you could sell that plan. Yeah, I should, shouldn't <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah. yeah. Everyone will probably mm-hmm. uh, tidy the lost like, property. Can, uh, can you upload <laughs> the uh, template for that plan, yeah. please? No yeah. problem, I'll give it for free. That's, um, yeah, I, th- I think that for me mm-hmm. was just. It's those little things that help you. Such the an amazing idea. Um, okay, I've got some questions from um, some listeners mm-hmm. as well. Um, so Lara wants to know, how did you celebrate the end of Ofsted or how did you thank the staff? So um, at the end, you just want to go to bed because you're so tired because you don't sleep. Yeah. They tell you to go home and have sleep, but you do not sleep. Um, the next day was a Friday, so we kind of down tools a little bit. and ha- yeah. I, I did a really long assembly in the morning so staff could go and have biscuits and tea and just relax. Yeah. And I asked the deputy head to speak to staff and let them know that I was going to give them a day off during the year which they gratefully which you just received perfect. yeah so they can choose a day during this year to take when it suits them and as long as we can cover between ourselves yeah. everybody can have a day off including me i gave myself one as well good i think you should have yeah. because you didn't get that long assembly did you no i didn't <laughs> yeah. yeah so they owe me i um, hope they saved you some biscuits <laughs> no <laughs> oh i really wish i'd have brought you i'd have brought you some now Okay, thank you. Um, Davina says, um, was there anything that really surprised you during the process? So like a moment of, <laughs> I really didn't expect that. Okay, so here's a story. And I haven't heard And you haven't heard the story. teased me, but yeah. won't tell me. So on day two, um, the deputy head's passing the girls' toilets and a girl comes out looking white as a sheet. 
What's wrong? Miss, we'll call her Daisy. We haven't got a Daisy now, school. Yeah. Daisy's in the toilet stroking her hamster. What? Daisy's in the toilet stroking her hamster. Okay. So she goes into the toilet and here is Daisy sitting on the toilet with a lunchbox on her knee and a live hamster in the lunchbox stroking her hamster. <laughs> What's the hamster doing in here? We've got Ofsted in. This is a year six child as well. Oh, well, I just thought I'd bring her for company. Right, out, out the toilet now. She takes the, uh, the pack lunch off her, runs down to the office, psst, to me, psst. Get in the office now. What's the matter, what's the matter? And the lunchbox is moving. Yeah. What on earth's in the lunchbox? So we come in here, into this corner, hiding, opens it up, and this hamster comes out. As if to say, is it Ofsted? <laughs> yeah. What's it doing in there? I don't know what we're going to do with it. I don't know. We just had this panic moment. So we went into the other office where there was other staff and we're like, there's a hamster in the pack lunch. What are we going to do with it? And it was, just, honestly, it was like a, faulty towers. Yeah, That's yeah. what it was like, faulty yeah. towers. So we found a box in the office and because poor thing, there was hardly any room. It had a bowl of food. It had a drink of water. Um, had some so sawdust. She put, she put all she put all, things. Uh, she's not even a pack lunch. She doesn't yeah, have pack yeah. lunch. So we made the hamster comfortable and then um, we phoned mum and mum said, hey, well, you know, the hamster's called Jenga and she said this morning, Mom, I'm taking Jenga to school. And she thought, it'll not be the hamster, it'll be the game. Yeah. So off she went to school with Jenga in her lunchbox. So what are we going to do? So Mum said she would come down for, for the hamster. So our inspector was in here at the time and I came in and I went, he went, are you all right? I went, look, I'm going to tell you something, but you're not allowed to write it down. He's like... Oh, I don't know if you can do that. I says, no, no, I'm going to tell you something, but you're not allowed to write it down. He went, go on then. So I told him about it and he belly laughed. He absolutely <laughs> belly laughed. He says, you're right. I'm not going to write that down. He says, but my God, you should write that in your memoirs. And I will yeah. always remember this school as the school with the hamster. With the hamster in yeah. the lunchbox. It was brilliant. Aww. Absolutely brilliant. I wish the hamster was here now. Yeah. We'll just have it with yeah. the Jenga. Um, okay. Davina will be really happy with that. Right. So, um, <laughs> That's kind of unique to our school. I really don't think that'll happen in any other school. No, probably no. not. <laughs> um, but Davina often comes on the road with us. Um, right. And she's not here today. But um, yeah, she'll, she'll love that one. So Louise says, so regarding Ofsted's focus of paying particular attention to pupils who are uh, reading below age-related mm. expectations, are they looking for the lowest 20% per class or per year group? Um, for us, it was year group, and like I say, they only looked at year one, two, and six. So they didn't look at them all anyway. No, no. Okay. Um. So Lee says, having gone through the process, will you be changing anything that you do? Um. You know, has it helped? Has it been a reflective mm -hmm. process? Mm -hmm. Definitely. It's kind of given us permission to not make pieces of paper with everything on and keep mm -hmm. it. So um, in my cupboards, I have files upon files of mm -hmm. stuff that I've printed out, cohort files that I keep for every cohort. I print out the documents and I file them and it takes time and nobody looks. I don't even look at them. Yeah. I have them there in case Ofsted wants to look at them and Ofsted doesn't want to look at them. Yeah. So I am scrapping cohort files. Yeah. I've got the data on the OneDrive. If anyone wants to see it, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Um, other thing, other pieces of paper for the sake of it. Yeah. So when I do lesson observations, I used to type them up afterwards. 
I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to see them. It's for the teacher and I to use yeah. as a, um, a discussion point. Um, so all those things we used to do in case I've said, come and I've got this lovely document. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. And you know now, don't you? I mean, it's not like sort of head teachers are told, oh, we don't need to see this, but they think, ah, oh, yeah, but you might have. Yeah. But now I guess you've experienced mm-hmm. it. Now you definitely know for yeah. sure that so they definitely didn't do it. If Now and then they would say, can you show me some evidence of that? Mm. So, for example, um, we talked about how within our cluster we've got quite a lot of mobility and mm-hmm. I talked about how I liaise with other head teachers and say, well, I've got this child, safe gone concerns, and I passed that, that on. He said, well, have you got some evidence of that? So I emailed another head that I knew I'd worked with. She wrote a paragraph in an email. He looked at the email. He was happy with that. Didn't need to print it out. Yeah. Um, he wanted to talk about looked after children. So he wanted to see the process that we'd gone through and our records for that. That was on CPOMS. He said, don't print it out. Just put it on the computer. I'll come and have a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, other things he asked for, he just said, just put it on your screen. I'll come and see it. You don't need to print it out. It's well, there. Exactly. Yeah. Which is good because yeah. you're saving the environment and I like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's really good. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some more questions. But also, I wanted to mention, like, when Ofsted came, so you're permanently, well, not permanently, but you're full time in year three right now teaching. I've been for three weeks up until Christmas. Oh, my word. So the Monday after Ofsted. I was going to say, what's <laughs> yeah. it, Ofsted? Because I went on your website this morning and I was like, you're teaching in year three till Christmas? How, how are you alive? I'm not sure. I can't answer that <laughs> question. But after Ofsted, one of our members of staff left quite abruptly and we were unable to fill the post. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried some supply teachers, but none of them could... Um, fit our brief yeah yeah um and they're a tricky class yeah so i just said i'll do it i've said a bean so i'll do it i am like i'm just in awe i just think that's amazing but honestly though because not a lot of head teachers will go do you know what i'll take that on mm-hmm. um, and that's a long time to teach a year three class mm-hmm. and also be head of a school mm-hmm. i just like if i had a hat thank you it'd be off because i just think that's mm-hmm. amazing on the positive side, it's reminded me why I love teaching. Yeah. Because when you're in an office all day, you forget. And I've, I'm a creative person. It's very difficult to be creative in an office. Yeah. So I've reminded myself why I love it. Yeah. And what's good about it. On the negative side, I'm absolutely shattered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank I goodness we've had a week off. I've had that week off to recharge with batteries. Um, and... I'm just thinking, get to Christmas, because once we get into performances and things like that, yeah. it's going to start relaxing. And Ofsted's been, the pressure's off a bit, um, so I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, I, I just think it's and absolutely that, mind-blowing, mind-blowingly That class amazing. need it, they need yeah. it, they're a tricky class, um, you know, and they need someone like me to sort them out, and yeah. they've already sorted out, they're fine, they're great, they're doing well. Well... Thank you. Big clap. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay. Right. So I'm going to ask you some um, questions that I ask everyone. Okay. If you could wave a magic wand, how would you solve the life-work balance problem? I would like to give my staff more time to do the things that they need to do. Yeah. So I would need some more money to employ another member of staff to take their children while they're doing their things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be the answer to all of our problems. Yeah. It's always time. Probably a few members of staff. Yeah. Yeah. I always think... It'd be really nice if we could only teach half the day. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that might seem overkill, but actually the amount of paperwork that people mm-hmm. end up doing, 
You could just teach uh, maths and English, or you could teach reading and topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and have the other half of the day to do all your marking, yeah. whatever else you're doing. Um, who was your favourite teacher at school and why? Mr Wilson. Mr Wilson was my um, tutor in secondary school, and he was a funny bean. Um, spiky hair, glasses, quite an old guy. And it was him that said to me, I want to work in a bank when I was younger because I love the idea of wearing a smart suit. And that's all I ever wanted. And um, I want to wear high heels and clip around the bank and make myself known. And he said, you can't work in a bank. You're a people person. You need to be working with people. Have you thought of teaching? And I hadn't at that point. And he sowed the seed mm. and I took it from there. And it was because of Mr. Wilson I'm here today. I really believe that. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you know, I love the um, I love the answers I get on this. They're always like really profound. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, where do you think education needs to go in the next 10 years? Forwards mm -hmm. is a good start and not go back to the old days of the old yeah. framework. I think this new framework is a good start. Mm -hmm. I still think there's a way to go. Um, I'm pleased that data isn't high on the agenda now and that should take yeah. some pressure off staff. Um, and I just would like schools to be that place that I remember as a child, a fun, happy mm. place to be and though for everyone not just the children yeah for the staff as well yeah um because i just think if you're enjoying teaching the children will enjoy learning and that's a big deal to me yeah no it is a big deal and i think feeling not feeling that this is the only thing in your life yeah as well mm -hmm. um so who's your inspiration within education so for me i kind of look back at the head teachers i've had as a teacher and think about who i aspire to be and i've, I've come across a few head teachers, but um, one in particular from my last school, Helen Gladstone, I used to look at her and think, yes, that's that's who I want to be. Um, and I can't put my finger on what it is, but she was very in control, wouldn't let, wouldn't be walked over by people. Mm -hmm. And if, if she had a, a vision for something, she would make sure that was, but she would take everybody with you, with yeah. her as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say she would be my inspiration. She's who I aspire to be. Shout out to Helen. Yeah. Hope you're listening. <laughs> make sure you listen. Hope she is, I'll let her know. And last one, what did you want to be when you grew up then? Well, bank manager, just so I could wear... Just a bank manager. Yeah, just a bank manager, so I could wear that lovely neat suit and wear high heels. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm really excited about getting this episode out because I think it's just going to be so useful for mm -hmm. everybody working in I education. I hope it has. Um, and yeah. I'm happy for people to drop me a line. I'm, I'm on Facebook on the primary leaders, so I can't... Super, thank you. We'll yeah. put that in the show notes yeah. as well. Yeah. So I can answer questions if anybody wants any. But I have to say it was a really positive experience and don't be afraid. It, it really is a time to celebrate your school and there's so many opportunities to do that. Um, so enjoy it. And if you're an amazing year three teacher. Yeah, exactly. I'll have you. <laughs> Rescue her so she can answer all those yes. questions that you're going to yeah. send through. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. What I found most interesting in the interview was that Nicola mentioned she felt like she had permission to not keep paperwork. We know that we don't have to, but it's almost like we need a visit from Ofsted themselves to tell us that. And the hamster situation, <laughs> it's just real children, isn't it? You'll find everything that Nicola talked about in the show notes. Let me know who else you'd like to hear from and what you'd like me to ask them. If it's the first time you're listening to the Teachers Podcast, check out our other episodes with some more great listens. 
we've been securing some more fantastic guests for you. And if you want to request that someone is on the podcast, you can let us know in our Facebook group called The Teachers Podcast Community. This episode is now live on YouTube, so don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And did you love this episode? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. See you next week. Thank you for listening. The Teachers Podcast is in association with Classroom Secrets provider of high quality and affordable teaching resources that children love and teachers trust. To find out more, visit classroomsecrets.co.uk.